I just want to know, right? Like, mm -hmm. the the lo-fi trip hop girl, like music to 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 start it to chick, right? Yeah. Can you imagine if she failed? You know, like the, considering the, as long as she studied, that would be depressing as all hell. Right? Like that chick has been like, have been uh, studying twenty four seven, two hundred days. Like, how long has she been going? I think the actual stream is a hundred and forty days long. Yeah. And it's you like, have been like I don't even think I've studied that much when I took my masters. <laughs> I never studied, but I was I was like that I was that one hateable child that would never study for a test and would somehow get a really good grade. And then the days he studied, he got he failed. Hmm. I was very bad at retaining information, but I was very good at figuring shit out. But no, like you know what's funny when you say that? Because it made me remember, like, the, that moment when Lo-Fi Girl got, like, copyright struck by YouTube. It was yeah. removed, and it made me thought, oh, Jesus Christ. I guess it's just gone now. But then she got, the, the, but then I heard she got put back, thankfully, so that's, that's pretty can, awesome. Can you imagine being the dude who pushed the button on Lo-Fi Trip Hop Girl? I can imagine that. Because it's not a guy, it's always a fucking blot. Uh, Love a lo-fi girl, looks like she one of my college friends. Oh, cool! <laughs> she looks like she's got that college aesthetic. Like, like if, if 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 like Studio Ghibli was in the modern era, and you just stayed in the back and just watched her study. Uh, I actually do think like there was a point when the stream actually stopped running. Finally, when it ended. There was yeah. a lot of art where she, like, you know, actually finally took the test. <laughs> yeah, and, like, her parents were like, oh, we're so proud of you. And like, it was, I, I, I loved how, uh, because I was also, like, looking at that. Like, all of it was just, like, super wholesome. Oh, I wish I had that growing up, because that's just wonderful. I would have enjoyed school if that was the case. Or supporting uh, parents? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess, <laughs> guess, guess it's a sad podcast today. <laughs> it's a, it's always a sad podcast when I'm on board. Lots of buckling. But regardless, though, though, though like you no know, self-deprecating jokes aside, like <laughs> you have to. I just have like the the. Uh, it warms my heart to see like everybody rally around like Lo-Fi Girl when her when her stream got taken down by YouTube. There's just like it's amazing what people can do when they're when like an anime girl is in trouble. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Ties can tear, and then all of them are just like come on the way. Like, nah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna mamoru lo-fi hip hop girl. Honey, I was just gonna say we started so light. Honey, <laughs> your life is like a black comedy that gods themselves enjoyed. Oh hell yeah. I did tell you it was going to be lighter than last week. It's not. I didn't say it was going to be light all the time. But no, uh, howdy. <laughs> y'all, y'all, calm down. Calm down. Uh, what's your writing there, Lassa? 
I I just like the title Mamaru Lo-Fi Hip Hop Girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? What a way to start the fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's a good title though. Uh, but anyway, how how you doing, my friend? How I'm dying. How you enjoying this fucking heat? All right, so. Funny story, mm. actually, because I, t- I texted you uh, like half an hour ago or something, uh, because, mm. um, okay, I'm, go- I'm going to tell this as a story, so it's a, li- uh, so it's a little long. So, when I was working uh, way back when for that company that I wasn't too fond of uh, back in uh, January, uh, mm. I had been contacted by my current job. Uh, about like hey you want to come back and so i had to like rush after work to get to that office and talk with the boss to to, you know talk about me coming back and shit and uh to do that i had to use my bike i hadn't used my bike in a while because everything was within walking distance Mm -hmm. i um and then when once i set up on my bike uh and i'm ready to go all of a sudden it just says And my fucking chain just doesn't want to go anymore. It's just fucking done. Um, oh, shit. And then I had to walk and take a bus and run just to, to make it to the office. So uh, that, that was great. Anyway. So that happened. Then, today. Today is the last day that we were going to be in in that office. Uh, because like they're shutting everything down. Uh, and so on my way home... In uh, in the middle of like an intersection, as I'm about to uh, to uh, like kick off after a red light, the uh, I I feel some resistance, and then all of a sudden, no resistance at all in the, in the pedals. And it turns out that the chain on my bike has just fucking exploded. Oh God! Uh, yeah, these these fucking strong ass legs was too much for 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 the chain. Um. So I had to you know like drag my my bike all the way home which is like 40 minutes in a mm. 42 degree hot smeltering weather uh so uh. i'm fucking dying because uh, that was hot as shit um and you will oftentimes see me with my trusty little tissue here uh, dabbing my fucking forehead because uh, i'm bald so there's no hair to soak up any sweat so it's just gonna fucking run down my face uh, so, uh, but yeah, uh, it's really hot. Uh, fortunately, not as hot as it is in England, where it is so hot that they have started painting uh, their railroad tracks white because that way they absorb less heat. Oh no, I saw that, and it's everything's bad in England, like especially. You know, it also makes all those fucking uh, news stories really unfortunate when they were trying to get people to, like, you know, run out into the summer. Oh, it's 40 degrees out. Perfect beach weather. <laughs> Which, oh, no, I, you know... I'm dying. Yeah. Actually, I actually find this out because uh, we both have friends in England at the moment mm. in the middle of actual hell. Uh where like the the, the ho- houses there are not are like very used to absorbing heat because I'm assuming they have bad winters up there or you know 
the sun never existed. It used to be a meme that there was <laughs> it was always cloudy in UK. No sun. What the fuck is that big shiny thing in the sky? And now it's just there forever. At least for now. For now, hopefully. I no, I'm pretty sure. I'll I'll send some clouds that way and help and help them because I actually care about friends. With the with the portu. Have you ever like, like, it, been, been been laying in bed like during the hot summer and you're like you, you cannot fall asleep without any you know sort of covers over you, but if you take some covers over you, you're gonna die. Oh yeah. This is why we got blackout curtains. I because have blackout when curtains, we... they don't work for shit uh, uh, with the heat. But, uh, but then again, I am in the top apartment of an apartment complex, and heat goes upwards. Up. So it's a fucking yep. sauna. Oh yeah, no, that's... Actually, that's how what we've been kind of doing dealing with at the moment, because uh, our apartment's on the second floor, and we have... We, the mo- the best we could do is like handle the uh the blackout curtains and l- like we have it in my room and we have one blackout curtain set up in like the fucking uh little office area that I gave to my roommate hmm. and unfortunately we only have one AC so we decided to put it in the in our room so my room our room because we're just sleeping there at the moment because we I'm not going to make my fucking roommate die because they're already drying in the middle of the day. So yeah. for the majority of the summer we've just been like held up in this room going back and forth with the iPads and maybe cooking some like sausage and eggs or whatever we have in the fridge cuz oh. wow fuck this sun it is awful and terrible. We uh like I said, we had like the last day in the office today, speaking of food. And so we decided, yeah. fuck it, we're not going to have lunch inside. So we took like a panini maker and a, uh, mm-hmm. a pack of sausages and bread. And then we like drove our office chairs outside, took a little uh, table, the panini maker and all this food. And then we just sat out in the heat making hot dogs and j- drank beer. Fuck it. You know, but, fuck it. But what are they going to do? Fire us? <laughs> exactly what are they gonna do not really just like i mean at this point might as well it I, I would say it's like fucking abuse to go to work at a when it's this goddamn hot oh uh our <sighs> offices are cool as shit like to the point where at one point i was honestly thinking of like putting on a sweatshirt i don't know how they managed to do it but that office is cool as shit or cold as shit really yeah, I don't. It's probably got some really good insulation, but damn, it it, it is it is harder if we open a door and like let the warm air in. Oh, shit's wild! Shit's wild! It's like a reverse igloo. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love it. Because like, cause like you think of you think of like the how an igloo is structured like the way it's, it's funny haha makes in snow but the way it works is like it's very good at trapping heat inside of it and keeping the cold out of it so you know you you set a little fire in your igloo and you're all nice and warm and toasty and as the opposite here you have this big old fucking apartment building it's like you have the ACs at full blast trapping cold air inside of it and then you walk outside and you're literally melting that like. You you feel 
sweaty. It's not just sweat. It's just the frost that built on your body melts all off at once. I honestly, like, never understood how an igloo works. For me, it was always, like, the most insane thing in the world. Hi, I have a house of ice. Now watch me make a fire. What the fuck? It's, uh... It, it has something to do... Listen, it's been, like, it's been an actual decade since I've actually had to think about physics in a non-anime context. But it has something to do with, like... The air basically holding up all the heat and it being diffused and because it is so fucking cool in the area, the fact that the end is so cool outside, it's kind of like meeting in the middle so it doesn't melt entirely. What the fuck do Mexicans know about igloos? I'll have you know I'm Puerto Rican and not much, but I but like I live in Massachusetts, so and I mean and, and he time. and he is currently schooling a uh, <clears throat> Uh, Dane, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a fucking Viking. <laughs> Vikings didn't need igloos. They just like stood in the snow with their shirt off with them, like those fur kilts with their balls hanging out. They didn't need to worry about igloos like some scaredy cat. They, they were basically just like, hey, I need shelter. Oh, look, a house over there. I guess it's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine now. And Vikings are the fucking tits, bro. I love Vikings. Uh, uh, that, so that actually, I, I didn't really think I was going to talk about it, but that needs, uh, leads me nice and easily into something that I can talk about, which is that uh, I've been going through Vinland Saga. See, it, that has been on my list forever since I found out they're do, they got to that point of the... Uh, I don't know if you call it a time skip, but like they, they reached a certain place and now the final... Now shit's gonna go fucking nuts. Yeah. But yes, no, t uh, talk to me about it because I don't care about spoilers. I want to know what's going on and I want to know what to get excited for. Honestly, I don't know what to think of it. Really? Yeah. It. So, it's okay. Um, I think if you are not... Because uh, we, we've established this a bunch of times. I have taken, uh, like... Permanent damage, being a reviewer. Mm. So like I I pick up I pick up on things that honestly you shouldn't. And uh, and I I think if you have that mindset, there's there's a lot of things in it that are just like wonky. Uh, for one, it it's um it, it it's very accurate like historically. It's always just going. Hey, then this shit happened, and the Vikings were over here, and then, like, they took over this part of the country. And to the point where it's almost, it, it, like, the pacing of the comic is definitely the worst thing. Because sometimes mm -hmm. it will just, like, go on a long, extensive TED talk about, like, Oh, hey, is it not true that we are currently in Ireland, um, which in four years are gonna get taken over by the Celts and and like and because we are here 400 miles from this location like you know like it is so well researched that 
it it just takes the plot and puts it in a little like space over here so it can talk about how how historically and geographically accurate it is which you know to be fair is very commendable and pretty hype if you are interested in in history but i'm more of a plot guy so for me it's like okay is it important to the story it never is it, it, it like, never is. No, no. All of these extra things are like, oh, how far are we from from the Celts or from from Ireland? It's like it never fucking matters. Uh, <laughs> but I got that information now, I guess. Um, so it it, See, it goes there, and it, and it, it you know it takes like this super realistic approach, where oh hey this thing is super rad, and then. You have dudes who are literally swinging around tree trun- uh, trunks, like mm-hmm. on on you know, like nothing's done with it. It hasn't been chopped up or anything. It's just literally a tree trunk, and he's just swinging mm-hmm. two of them around at the same time, throwing them at at ships and like d- breaking down the ships with one throw of these tree trunks, and it's like. So are we fantasy or are we realism? <laughs> uh, it is. I heard there was like some weird mysticism religion shit with like people being able to see into the future and then like it gets wild at some point. I need you to like fact check that for me because I'm only talking about hearsay what I've heard about Vinland Saga. Uh, but from what I understood, it's like it's like if you. You know how Dr. Stone was, like, written by a fucking science nerd and they go do all this mumbly mumbo-jumbo? This is a manga made by, like, a history buff. Oh, yeah. And and again, if you're into history, it is super fucking fascinating how accurate it is. Like, I had no fucking idea that the Romans apparently, like, hung, uh, were around here somewhere. Uh, but apparently they fucking were, uh, which is cool. Um, but, but but as a story, I feel like it could be better. There's not, uh, so apparently, the anime fixes a lot of these issues. Um, mm-hmm. But in the manga, you have a um. I, I'm gonna dance around it because I really don't want to spoil it. Even like I know you used to say you don't care, but there might be people listening to this who do care. Um, mm-hmm. When you first um, start the, the, the coming out, it's very much like, here's Thorfinn, and, and, and he's our protagonist, because mm-hmm. uh, bad shit happened, and now he, he, he wants to, to, to get revenge. Alright, cool. That, and, and like, we get, a, we, we, we get like, uh, uh, we, we start in medias res, as in we start currently in the presence, uh, uh, like in the, in the middle of something, and then after that, we take a, f- a flashback to then explain why our hero is like he is. I got some very, uh, maybe because I'm working on that uh, video, I got some big berserk uh, vibes from it because like, oh, you got to start and now you are going way back to young, innocent protagonist to find out mm-hmm. why he ended up being as fucking pissed as he uh, ends up being. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So uh, Kurt, Valence Hog is in the middle of its golden age right now. Yeah, uh, well, at the t- uh, of of the of where I'm summarizing it right now. Mm-hmm. So it it goes back and it explains all this uh, about like why Thorfinn is as he is, 
Uh, and so, like, as it has done now, it is very much establishing this is for Finn's story. He is a protagonist. This is the... And he's going to be a vehicle that is going to take us through this saga. We are going to experience this saga through Thorfinn. Which is cool. The problem mm -hmm. is that uh, the comic forgets that he exists. Ooh. For for the longest fucking time, it the comic focuses on everyone besides Thorfinn. To the point... Where when he is at the uh, precipice of being able to exact his revenge, he doesn't get to do it because Thorfinn is somewhere off screen. And it's, and it's just like, it, it, it honest to God feels like the author was like, fuck, fuck, shit, fuck, I forgot Thorfinn. Uh, 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 get him in here. And then he, like, he, he enters and it's like he's there for three pages while... The dude he w wants dead is dying, and and then uh, the end, and then we get a time skip. Like yes. I cannot stress enough how little Thorfinn matters in, in the grand scheme of things. But you know, I'm not gonna lie, that's these are the exact feelings I felt for like the late chapters of Hajime no Ippo, because the thing happens and Ippo becomes super not relevant, and literally everyone else does, which. I guess to be fair, that's part. That's there's a reason for it. I never liked it, and that still bugged me. So I'm glad that like you got to experience that whole fuckery of feelings. I'm, I'm, it's I'm nice not... that everyone else the, the get that the supporting cast gets to be important yeah. and overshadow the main protagonist. But but, but and, and then I... just and, mm, then, oh here's the impetus of the whole story. Let's forget about it and look at these super cool guys instead. But 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 I feel that that there's a right way of doing it and a wrong way. I'm not, and I'm not like saying this to to defend Hajime no Ippo, but yeah. I feel that it is better to start your scope at hey here's this dude he's our vehicle and then as you progress you widen the scope so we can now take in these characters that we have learned and and gotten interested in through osmosis as we are experiencing them through the protagonist whereas with um with Vinland saga it starts out with uh hey he's super important and then like almost immediately after it's like no actually he's not important so it's like okay then who the fuck am i gonna be interested in because the 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 driving force is that you want to see Thorfinn get revenge. You don't... Mm -hmm. you, you're kind of like put in the middle of all these other characters' story arcs. So you don't understand what drives them, what the, what's the motivation, what... Uh, like, why you should care about them. So you're just like left there going, when the fuck is Thorfinn coming back? Because uh, it, it feels like when you're with your friend uh, mm -hmm. at a party... And and your friend is like ah hold uh, hold my drink I gotta go take a piss and you're standing there with two drinks and looking around you don't know anyone and you're just like uncomfortable waiting for that person to come back that's what <laughs> the beginning of Vinland Saga is okay that's gonna be a bit of a hurdle to get through but I'm willing to go through to see what's going on I I hmm. Um, How far are you into Vinland Saga? Like, you've caught up, right? 
No, 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 no. So uh, okay. I am like a hundred or something chapters in. Okay, uh, so like I'm hoping like this problem feeling gets resolved later on then. So that's it, good to know. It it, it it definitely feels like, and I talk with Raj about this, because Raj loves Vinland Saga to death. And uh, honestly, again, mm. I can definitely understand it, because when it works, it really fucking works. Um, Hell yeah. I, there's a quote in that that I just think is amazing, which is the, the whole thing of, listen, you don't have any enemies. There is no one that you need to hurt. And, and I love it because they keep repeating it. They keep repeating it. They keep coming back with it. Um, and it definitely, so... As you mentioned before, some stuff happens, and then there's a time skip, and it definitely and and so Raj mentioned how it basically it was basically just that the author wanted to get this prologue of such out of the way, and he wanted it to be to happen within a set amount of chapters because that amount of chapters is apparently what it what is the norm of most Nordic sagas. I can neither deny nor confirm that but Hmm. apparently that's a thing um and so after that it feels more focused and forfin is definitely like more in the foreground it does focus more uh some on a guy called canute uh, which is Mm -hmm. a king wait and i think it's i again i don't know my history but i think it's actually wrong i think it's knud and not canute um and it's just it might like be a, a translation issue. Yeah, so. maybe. Uh, but uh, it it does focus on him a little bit, which you know, again, it's it's I'm here for Thorfinn. I don't care about this. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is that, like, again, this is a history buff, and so like he really just fucking goes in on on hey, the fucking taxes of England are fucked. So uh, we need more. Ta- we need to tax things more so we can get more money to finance our army because we need that to take over this other fucking place. And, and like, I summed it up pretty fast here, but this is like two chapters worth of just people talking about fucking taxes. Um, so like, they go extremely into depth with that. And my biggest gripe with the comic, it like, in in all of its glory is that so it's it spends this long on these i would call them unnecessary fluff they're, they're like mm-hmm. you don't need them they're nice to have but ultimately you don't like you like you can just go we need more money essentially right yeah. um and then there is this whole side plot that has been going on ever since the prologue of this dude called life who is looking yeah. for Thorfinn because Thorfinn kind of like disappears after the thing that makes him want to get revenge happens. And, mm-hmm. and so uh, he meets him and uh, just before the time skip. And then we don't know why, but Thorfinn just disappears. We don't know how he disappears. We don't know why he managed to disappear, uh, how he managed to disappear without life, like keeping track of him. But the time skip happens. I think it's like four years or something. And throughout these four years, life has been, continued his search for Thorfinn. He's been looking mm-hmm. all across Scandinavia. He's been traveling as a merchant from country to country, searching far and wide for Thorfinn. He is hired. He is. He knows that Thorfinn is a slave, so he's like buying slaves off of, sla- of slavers and like asking around, "Hey, 
do you know where Thorfinn is? Because I really need Thorfinn. And yada, yada, yada. Finally, he finds out where, where Thorfinn actually is. And they go and see him. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take a shot in the dark on how many pages are dedicated to life finally meeting up with Thorfinn again? I'm guessing two by the sound of your voice. Okay, you highballed it. Oh. You want to take another shot? It's half. No. Okay. It happens off screen. Oh, no. I am dead fucking serious when I say that it ha- that at, at one point, between chapters, uh, something pretty dire has happened. And then I, I, like, I, I'm reading it, and all of a sudden I see life and Thorfinn in the same frame. And I'm like, what the fuck? H- hello? And they're, they're just, like, they're talking about something completely, like, they're not talking to each other. They're talking, like, next to each other, about, uh, to someone about the thing that happened. And I'm like, what? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I'm, you know, I'm reading this on, you know, internet. Maybe mm. it skipped a chapter or, or something. I go and I check and I look yeah. and nope. It is dead fucking, like, it, they, 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 I have not skipped anything. It just fucking does this. And then, after the conversation about the dire thing, sure enough, Live and Forfin are having a little heart-to-heart that is less than half a page, going, oh, it's so cool that you found me, Live. Hmm. This entire... The man has dedicated four years of his entire fucking life, and he's an, he's an old dude. Like, I think it's pretty... Like, major that this guy is willing to use so much of his life looking for his his best friend's son um and 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 like using that much money and traveling back and forth and and the fact that we can get two chapters again i'm 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 exaggerating a little bit about the like the whole taxes thing but yeah. like so much about taxes and we cannot get the fucking moment that life life's four year search finally ends Guess goes to show how important the author thought Leif was. I'm assuming yeah. it's Leif because it's L E I F. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I knew a I knew a friend who was a Gaelic whose whose name his name was Leif in middle school. Hmm. That, yeah. So that, so that's just like a little thing in my head that kind of got ticked. But I'm like, that's so like I'm I'm kind of a guy who like I will admit I'm less plot I'm more I do like the idea of world building but I do recognize when there's way too much. The guy got I'm pretty sure it was oh I want to I want to have a realistic history story so everybody knows how cool this is. Yeah. And then like you have a story going on you kind of like you know do something else. It's not serving the story. It's like you have a story and then you have cool history shit. But they're not like they're not as together as you'd want it to be. That sounds like a bit depressing. Not even gonna lie. It. it I. I, uh, I. I need to. I need to stress that. Um. It. It's like I. I'm. I'm pissing and moaning, but. Yeah. I. I, I still can't put the comic down because all of the other stuff is so charming and so well done, and the art is fucking phenomenal. So. Mm-hmm. So like if if you do like the more world building stuff, 
then I definitely like I definitely think that it's for you. And I'm not even saying that it's not for me, but I'm picking up on these things going, okay, this is fucking like like I, I, I like the comic, but this is fucking like this is bad. Like this is actually fucking like trash. Like this mm. this little part here, this is trash. And and that little part there, that is trash. So it, it it it's it's one of those things where it goes like at a pretty much like a constant eight or a nine, and then all of a sudden for like a split second it takes a fucking nosedive down to a one or a two, and then immediately right back up to eight or a nine. So it's just like is this really good story, but with moments of absolute fucking garbage. It's so weird. I I suppose it's like. There are definitely some things for some people and not others, but, like, definitely, if you like history and you like that realism angle, they it sounds like it does it does put the story to great lengths to explain how realistic it is until, you know, somebody picks up a tree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, it's just so weird because, like, normally you experience um, the, the, uh, the opposite. Like, you will watch some fucking god-awful trash, and then you will have a moment where it's just like, well, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. Like, fuck, like you will be watching Spy Kids, and then all of a, sh- all of a sudden you will have uh, Steve Buscemi go, you think God stays in heaven because he's afraid of the mistakes he made on Earth <laughs> or something. <laughs> and it's like, you go from fucking trash-tier bullshit to fucking that! <laughs> <laughs> The line that shaped a fucking generation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, I, I guess you're right. Like, I guess not every story can be perfect unless you're mirrored. Yeah, yeah, unless you're mirrored. Yeah. I don't know why I wanted to put a T there. I think, I think I'm just thirsty. Hang on. I need a sip. I think go for a sip, too. Hydrate. It is too fucking hot today. It is too fucking hot. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm gonna continue uh, reading it, even though like I am fucking. Uh, so the uh, a clip came out uh, this week about uh, where the Japanese voice actor and the English voice actor for Ichigo are like going a little back and forth, doing redoing lines from Bleach in in celebration that uh, the anime is coming back, and so. Um, <laughs> And, and, and by the way, uh, Johnny Young Bosch has uh, worked on his Bankai because that thing fucking hit me in the soul. Uh, so I've been watching de- uh, that and been like, man, I really want to get back into Bleach. And I also want to get into uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, but I'm currently in Vinland Saga. Uh, and yeah. so, so, so it's one of those things where I, I kind of want to quit Vinland Saga to go read these but then I'm like no you gotta finish it yeah cause like, like don't be like me don't jump between series cause you will dr- you will start something get super interested and then never come back to it because you something else caught your attention yeah not fun and yeah. And, and, and like people are, are comparing Vinland Saga to the two greats which is uh, Berserk and Vagabond Ooh, yeah. And if you compare something to uh, to either, you, you're making a bold statement. So to compare it to both, 
like, so, like the, the, the comic has got to fucking, uh, it, it, it's got places to go to, to reach mm-hmm. the fucking masterful pinnacle that is Berserk or Vagabond. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. There was a period in time I would I would always confuse Vagabond with that um other series that one the one that came after Helsing made by the same guy uh, uh Strangers uh what what was it? So that was my biggest mistake, and then I saw found out what Vagabond actually was, and I'm like Jesus Christ, Drifters. Yes, thank you. I mixed up I mixed up Vagabonds and Drifters because I was a stupid child. And then I saw Vagabond, well, sorry, I read Vagabond, at least parts of it, and then, like, I had to come back to it, because I have a very, uh, like, you know how I mentioned, you start something, you drop something, because yeah. something else caught your attention? I have a very bad habit with that. But the small parts I read from the beginning of Vagabond was, holy fucking shit, it's good. It, Please it, read it. it. There, so there's a moment where uh, Musashi has to fight. Um, I think it's 50 people or something. And I remember losing my shit over it because normally in a comic you would have like, oh, he, he, he roars or something and then like he goes in to do the fight and then like it cuts away and then you return and then he's like defeated all of them or something. Uh, no. Mm. Vagabond spent like three chapters just focused, keyed in on this fight, when to realistically show how Musashi killed fifty people, like this was a it's it's the thing you ha- you remember. This was this is a real legend about Musashi, real life man boy Musashi man yeah. fucking killed with really effi- not really like efficiency. He it was like it's like it's like watching Japanese Rambo to be honest with yeah. you, because like it, it kind of has to be. But like it's it's insane. But yes, no. Uh, I got sidetracked. But I'm basically saying like, I understand how fucking like uh prolific, prolific, whatever. Yeah. How important series like Berserk and Vagabond are. So that's a big ass bold fucking claim. Honestly, like I would I would feel like Vinland Saga would be closer to like Attack on Titan than those two. But like that's a big claim. But I guess they they're kind of like dark gritty and they're like not dark fantasy but it's like you know it's it's hitting that same vibe with some people that Vinland is like you know dark realistic no, gritty, no, no, gritty. So no, 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 actually that's a weird thing it's not yeah Vinland yeah, is, 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 is weirdly like high spirited which is fucking weird because you will have fucking like ah ha ha uh uh Thorfinn get, gets punched by his sister. Ha 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 Meanwhile, over here, Jimmy is raping someone. Mm. Like it, 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 it is fucking like you. You will have these really happy, like jolly, high spirited moments where Thorfinn and oh my god, I fucking forget his name, but his best friend, like they, they are celebrating. Oh yay, we fucking. We plowed the fuck out of these fields. Oh, we're so good. And ah, uh, uh, and 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 he has a uh, Ina. His name is Ina. And Ina has like a big boner for this chick. 
and oh my, and we're teasing him about it, and oh, he almost gets, uh, almost chokes in his food. Ha 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 ha! Oh, that silly rascal! And then fucking, like no joke, you will have someone going into extremely specific details about like taking turns raping a woman while pillaging mm. the village. It is so fucking like again. It is it weirdly comedic and and happy and uh, and not very like dark at all. And then all of a sudden, it will just like fucking like do a front flip into <laughs> into darkness. It is so weird how it will just suddenly plunge into it. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Really fucking weird. Again, it, I it, guess. It, it it feels like a comic that wants to be everything, but in and and does both things pretty well, but but it doesn't really know what it wants to be specifically. Hmm. I see what you're trying. I I think I see what you're trying to say. Yeah, I, I, like from the vibe you're trying to give. Yeah, because like you will have, uh, we will have one moment where oh, we want super realism, and then you'll have a guy throw a throw an uprooted tree at a at a at a ship. Then you will have oh, we want the uh, the personal drama, and then you will have a guy who spent four years looking for someone be completely fucking ignored. You will have oh, we want this epic saga of Thorfinn, and then you will fucking throw Thorfinn to the side to focus on the grander scheme of things. Oh, we want a, uh, a a dark, gritty realism thing, and then you will just like have people make fucking haha poop 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 dick jokes about food. It's like like you're jumping between these two completely different camps constantly. Huh. When you catch up, I do want to hear more about like Vinland Saga because I want to I want to be I want to see what the hell's going on. Oh yeah, me and too. What, like what you feel because it's like. I, I hear, like, I, I the two things I hear about the series, aside from, you know, the work, the words dark and gritty get, like, thrown around and realistic with Vinland Saga. But I hear, like, if you take all that, and then there's some weird mysticism mumbo-jumbo that, that, I, that, I, that somebody told me about way later, like, okay. towards, like, the catch-up part. And I'm like, where the fuck are they going with this story? What the hell is happening? There is so um, when you get Knut or Knud is um, actually it's pronounced Knud, but you know, be that as may. Mm -hmm. um, he he's haunted by the the chopped off head of his dad, oh and my. and uh, that works because you know that it's obviously not there, so you have like that paranormal element. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a guy who is uh, like can go into like super extreme berserk mode but to do that he has to like eat some some special berries or something so you know like oh okay you can kind of like explain that away with him being you know like just drugged out of his fucking mind on like super <laughs> berries or some shit so yeah. like it, it, it it's delved into a little bit of paranormal stuff but it's always been you know like reasoned with realism hmm okay um, I I hear again like if, if you get to a part with like somebody seeing the future, I want you to like explain that to me because I'm it's, okay. Thank you. So ex excited for when you get there. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
ultimately like the comic it has some, has some weird things in it but ultimately like the comic um cloudy while i go mm-hmm. and get myself an ice cold pepsi from the fridge why don't you tell me about the saga that you have been taking part of this week Oh, uh, that. Oh, yeah. Th- there we go. Sorry. I thought you were gonna ask me about my trip to Walmart yesterday. Um, <laughs> but uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, let's. I'm gonna say it's not a lot of crazy shit going on. Like, like I said last week, I I am starting. Uh, I was at level fifteen at the moment. Yeah, you've been putting in he... work. <laughs> yeah, uh, currently I'm level thirty in a realm of born. Uh, we, I just finished that one quest where we're talking to, like, the sprites, the sylphs or whatever, and, uh, they were, were, they were, like, I had to do, I had to learn about emotes, so that was fun. Isn't it fucking wild (laughs) that you learn about that through a fucking quest? Yeah, a mainline (laughs) quest, which is like, okay, so the sylphs won't talk to you, so you have to do a little dance, and I am so glad I picked Rogadin. Because, like, they're so awkward. And they're like, oh, 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 shit. Um, okay. And they just, like, put their hands out and they do this little bear jig. Like, uh, he's, like, stepping back and forth. Like, am I doing this right? And then, and then the sylphs are so happy. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. So I'm imagining my boy just, like, which is, first off, even better. Because uh, my, 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 my beautiful, wonderful roommate gave me some glamour. For my armor. So I'm basically wearing like a poncho, a cowboy hat, and cowboy boots. She, I didn't have any pants, That's so... A racist? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Probably, but but you know what? The, I mean, no, it's the, it's the lack of pants that makes it good. Yeah. But, no, I'm just, I'm just like basically... I'm just this big towering Rogadin. Just like going around doing like little one-man square dances with these sylphs. And they all love me, and it's just like this is so dumb. I love it, uh, like because like because everyone has a really cute dance, and except for big big men, don't know what the fuck's going on. I was like, okay, uh, here I go. Oh yeah, I, I put but, one foot forward and one foot back. One foot back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. That was just a fun thing to do because because I'm like that's adorable. But uh, majority of it has just been me and uh, me and my roomie just like bouncing back and forth learning about the game uh she like they're they're proud of me because i am not i am not the best dps i've only been through like two two dungeons and one raid against ifrit but i can i'm apparently not a burden on my team so i'm happy i know that i'm supposed to either flank the bad guys or clap them booty cheeks because i have two positional abilities at the moment and i know how to use them and i read my tool tips which is also apparently another thing that people don't do in this game, surprisingly. Um. Uh. What? But, what uh, uh, yeah, I'm. At, oh yeah. What? What? Uh, have Have you gotten to pick your grand company yet? Uh. Yes, I did. What did you pick? Uh, I picked the flames. Simply okay. because they were blue. Okay. Um. So that's all for the podcast today. Uh, we're going to return next week where Cloudy's not going to be here because uh, <laughs> he, he doesn't uh, pray to the uh, gun waifu uh, that is Merwip. Um, 
Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, I'm gonna say factually, she is the best. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know, uh, and like my friend, and like uh, Marui told me, "Hey, you know you can switch your grand company," and I'm like, "Oh." Okay, I'll just pick to the one closest to the Waking Sands. Because I always have to go back to the fucking Waking Sands! Fair, fair. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't want to do any of this quest shit, so I'm basically speedrunning uh, Realm Reborn with her. That's how I got, like, to, yeah. But, no, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm going to be honest. When I, ha when I went to lick my balls to see her speech, like... Out of all of them, like, what was it? A ship, like, a, a, a ship without a crew is, what was it? It was such a good fucking line, but it's like, it's just a mound of drastic, uh, no. Fuck, what was it? It was so good. It was like, a ship without a crew, or without unity, is just a mass of drowning bodies. And I'm like, fuck. Also, like, I, I came up with ways to remember the, the places because I can't read their elven bullshit. There's, uh, there's Uldal in Nanalan. Then there's fucking, uh, Linsa Lominsa, which I just call Ligma Balls. Fair enough, I And, say. uh, what was the last one? Uh, give me a second. Uh, was it Grimdark? No, I forgot. Uh, Gridania. I had a funny one for Gridania, but I, but now I forgot. Damn it! But then again, I'm not there. Good, I'm not good, there. Good thing you have a name for a place so you can remember it, but you forgot that name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my brain is fucking tired. Uh, listen, Ligma Balls has been has made the biggest impact on me so far. If they made Monk there, I would have I would have just done it by by heart. But yes, hey. no. Hey, guess guess where the fucking Lancer has to go? Fucking Gridania. Ooh. Fucking shoot me in the mouth. Fuck Gridania. <laughs> Gridania has yeah. Karnasena. And like Alice in the chat says, I'm gonna... Okay, so Karnasena is that fucking chick in the white robe who looks like a cunt. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something now that's gonna ruin her for you constantly, uh, forever. And that is that if you look at her, she has a medallion on her chest... That when, that looks like an upside down cow. No, I saw that too, and I'm like, "There's." I hope there's some lore significance to that because I want to know why. I think there is if you pick white mates at some point. I don't know. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, but uh, like I forgot all the way up to Endwalker what her name was because we just kept calling her cowgirl. <laughs> cowgirl. Not like, even like the, the 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 sexual connotation, just like because moo cow, moo cow. No, I agree. I agree. I like, um, before you tell about Candy Cassandra, but I, I I do want to mention I am going to switch to her company when that switch is when I'm done with Realm of Born, when I'm done with all this shit, and like running between here and the Waking Sands stops being an issue. Mm -hmm. Because. Dear because um, her speech honestly worked for me. Okay. And I was the and I was the most pissed off at Alfonso when he interrupted me. By the way, Lasse, why did you not warn me that I that I'm dealing with the worst character in this entire fucking game oh, pretty yeah. early on? Oh, I want to punch him in the face. Hey, guess who's becoming your fucking like right hand man? 
Okay, excuse me, I'm gonna go out and install Final Fantasy XIV. This is the worst game ever played. Okay. Um, I hate Alpha now with every fiber of my being. I don't care if you cancel me for that. I hate him. Nope, nope. You're supposed to. Good! I'm doing it right then. He is a fucking cocky, pompous, little wankstain. Like, it's... I hate smug characters... Like, I, like I, I, I can enjoy them when they're having fun with it. I love Dio, because he, like, wears it. But, like, here is, Al, like, Alphano, a smug little prick. And I, the, from the moment he, like, came up to me during all these meetings, like, I'll look at these people, not telling, like, oh, they're just trying to talk and do bullshit when none of, the, none of it really matters. You know what's going on, don't you? This is all a farce. And I'm like, I'm just looking at him like, what the, who the fuck are you? Who goddamn ass? Are you the bitch that was in the same cart as me when we were being mugged and you did nothing? Shut the fuck up. I'm a fucking rogue then I can punt you in his wall. <laughs> I might as well. <laughs> I am a monk. Well, not a monk yet. I am a pugilist. Uh... Which, by the way, like, uh, I, I also, I don't think I finished the pugilist thing. I haven't gotten the rock yet that my roommate has been telling me about to become a monk. But I've, 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 I've gotten the, the uh, demolish uh, ability from the, uh, from the quest line. Ooh, and it is, it is a good move. I have, I, I have a, an extension to my uh, fucking rotation and I'm having so much fun with monk. But like... It's such a wholesome, dumb story of like, oh, my master's a fucking fraud, but not really. He's just old. And like the the two Lalafell siblings, like even though he, the son's a bastard, he's like, listen, I my master's fraud. He's old. I just want him to live. So I'm just going to do drugs and, you know, make a real living and let him just, you know, live out without hurting himself. Yeah. But oh no, the guy I was the guy I was with is it is a fucking bastard and he's going too far. So I'm going to go back and be with my family and I'm like this is such a simple story and it's stupid. It's played out a billion times. But that shit's one of my favorite tropes, man. I love squad. And it's like, oh, you see the family together and then there's big lumbering rogueton boys like <laughs> well Time to throw some fucking hands, and that was fun. Uh, I ca- I can't wait for you to experience the end of that quest line because it 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 like it's the perfect end to it. Oh, I can't wait. I thought that was the end because like he says, I have nothing more to teach you except for this one skill, and he's like, okay, cool. Did you? Get, I guess like, I'm did, done. Did you get the final cutscene, like an actual cutscene. Um. Probably, I'm not gonna say yes. So don't spoil. Actually, no, spoil me on that because like I'll know when I see it. Hmm. But it's like, uh, oh jeez, my Discord's blowing up at the moment. But uh, uh, <sighs> sorry, I got distracted. Uh, but no, like uh, I'm having fun. I I am genuinely having fun. I love being a pugilist. I love like my combo string finally getting. Faster and faster, and uh, I, I fucking wish I can punch a hole through Alphano's face. 
I thought his sister was going to be better, but she's also kind of a cunt too. Yeah. I don't. I haven't even learned her. I haven't even learned her name, LSA. and I don't like her. Alice. Alice, bitch. I don't fucking you, know. You, you, you know our mutual friend, Sebastian? Yeah? His cats are called Alphano and Alice. Come on, that's cute as fuck. Uh, okay. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe I would maybe I would hate him less if they were cat people, because then I would expect it. But something about like a smug elf. Just like, I don't know, feeds into that gross stereotype I don't like. Well, um, you don't have to be a culinarian to serve him a, uh, a piece of humble pie. Who do, uh, okay, so that, this is actually a good question. Who do you like, if not the twins? Um, I haven't, like, made somebody my favorite character yet. Um, kind of like by default, like I I I kind of like Thancred, cause yeah. like you meet you meet him you meet him in this side, he he's I can see him I think he's gonna be that rival character you talked about, and it's like it's it's cool we're kind of like buddies we're like yo man I wait whoa this man's starting to like uh, go past me I have to be better for myself, and again like I don't know what the fuck's going on, no, no. and I and I'm just all like I'm kind of liking him for proximity, um out of the three main company heads. Uh, ro- like big big Rogden mom, she's fantastic. Well, yeah. I have found I have not yeah I have not found I cannot pronounce her fucking name to save my life, but I love her. I want you to try to pronounce it so I have a chance. Merlip. What is it? Mulix? Merlith? Merlith? Merlwhip. I think. Uh, oh, now now you now you got me fucking tripping. Uh, isn't it? Yeah, Merwhip. Merwhip. Merlwhip. Like, listen, like Cool Whip. Just Mer- Merwhip. Merwhip. Um. Uh, okay, th- th- real quick. Uh, and I'm going to tell you this now because it's kind of like a minor thing. Uh, and, like, it happens way the fuck later from where you are at now. But there's a point in a cutscene where someone is like, Oh, yes, my evil, evil plan is going to be uh, c- uh, to fruition for I... And, and, and like, he doesn't get to say anymore because Merwin just fucking pulls a gat and shoots him. That's the kind of bad bitch energy that he has. <laughs> oh, I love her. I love her even more now. So, yeah, no, if I knew... If that happened sooner, I would have probably made her... Gone to the heartbeat. Fuck the travel. The flames I'm just using because they're close by. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no. Her company, her speech was the best. Her design is cool. She's like okay. Uh, she okay. So uh, is this very small thing? She tells you a because like uh, first I went to like the the flames guy. Then I went to go meet uh Merwit, and she says, "Oh, can you tell me something? Can you tell something?" to the uh to the other head when you can go to Gridania and it's like it's 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 a bit it's a bit un what is it uncouth or like it's not professional but tell her that the wolf is sniffing around the barn or some shit like that and i swear to fucking god i thought like she she was saying oh uh yo i'm this t- big badass bitch but yo go tell my gr- tell my girl that yo somebody i think someone wants to fuck me or i want like a or like i've got a boyfriend or I'm pregnant or some shit. And I'm just losing my mind at that. 
Because it's like, I don't know, it's another dimension of like, oh, she's a silly, she's like, you know, she doesn't give a shit. But no, she does. Like, turned out the code and means, like, oh, there's actually the, it means like the scion finally making their move or some shit. But like, the fact that gets, I, gets, I got a little character piece out of her and I invented that, it was kind of cute. Um, so it, it was a very, it was a very small moment. Okay, it, it meant nothing, but it made me like her more. Oh, oh, I, I, I totally get you. And the cool thing is, and I think uh, so, I've, uh, I've, I've kind of had uh, Ruby and Raj for a little bit, um, like telling me like their experience going through Final Fantasy, and but you're the only one that's like really like actually put words to it. In, uh, besides. You know the more superficial yeah. stuff, and so yeah. I'm I'm kind of seeing now why it is that people love so much to be the the people who have actually played the game and seeing people experience it for the first time, uh, because with with the power of hindsight, uh, everyone who has played Final Fantasy fourteen. When they hear uh, hear you say that Merwip has said, "Oh, the wolf is moving around, sniffing at the barn or something," uh, we immediately know what that means. Um, yeah, and it doesn't mean what you think it means. So it, it it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> they, <laughs> uh, again, they they are so the the writing in in, in this franchise is fucking bananas to the point. Where, so you said you fought Ifrit, right? Yeah, I fought Ifrit, yeah. Which, apparently, they, they pronounce Ifrit, which is wrong. Um, but um, I mean, it's like, it's like the traditional spelling, but that's not, how, that's not how you say it in the Final Fantasy canon. That's the thing that's fucked up. Uh, I, I don't know, I'm just making fun. Anyway, okay. during that encounter, a sentence is said that is so earth-shattering massive and you don't get like you don't decipher what what that means until like seventy percent through Shadowbringers. Ooh. They were planning that far ahead. <laughs> it, it 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 it's one of those like it's one of those things I saw in like uh, one piece that I called an Oda trap, where like it's this little innocuous thing. And you you can like you can like cope and say oh they just watched the earlier cutscenes and decided to make a new fucking thing around it but you know in your heart no 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 this no. shit was planned actually like a hundred percent this is one sentence where like you have probably not thought about it at all but uh -huh. it it is one of those sentences that it means what it says on the tin. It can only mean that mean that one thing, but you simply like at this point you simply do not have the building blocks to fully comprehend what it is that was said. So it's not so it 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 is physically impossible to be a thing where where it it can be like double entendre and they just like look back and was like oh we can actually use this sentence for something no. This is like it, that particular piece can literally only be used for this payoff, and they waited until Shadowbringers to do it. I can't wait to get there. I'm excited. It, oh, go on. Uh, actually, no. You go on first, and then I'm gonna bring. Up, I'm gonna switch to a different thing I learned. Okay. Uh, it, it it's to the point where so 
we watched a trailer for Final Fantasy XIV, Alice and I, uh, together mm-hmm. with Sebastian, who at the time was into Final Fantasy XIV. We weren't. We hadn't even like started it or anything. And uh, and they they used this reveal in in one of the trailers, and and like Sebastian is he's not a like a, a calm guy by any means. Like when he is passionate, he's very very passionate. But I had never seen this man this passionate. That like you could fucking hear the guy standing up and pacing around his fucking apartment, screaming at the top of his lungs. Because, like, again, this was so earth-shattering. And, and like, I cannot wait for it to be your turn. And uh, mm-hmm. that, that reminds me, I hope that your friend, or your roommate, is being very strict about what trailers you watch when. Okay, so... So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm. They tell me... They do not let me watch much. Good. There's, there's like, like, I, I, I did, I did a sin and learned one thing preemptively, but that was because of YouTube autoplay. The only thing she showed me are like, you know, the cool, like mechanical skill trailers for all the fuck, for, uh, the, the only one she actually showed me was, um, the skill trailer for, uh, Endwalker for everyone's level 90 skills. So holy shit, everyone has cool shit except for right. the scholar. Fucking yeah. rip the scholar. <laughs> I, I like we actually it. made fun of it because, like, she told, like, you told me, "Wow, everyone has cool capstone skills. Monk is super cool. You just do flashing DBZ thing." I wonder what the scholar gets. You get to run faster. The the the, the cool thing, like, I saw uh, when, when they re- uh, revealed that trailer. I saw like a video on on Twitter where it was like. Everyone and a cool gap closer move. Like you had the monk that would like fl- almost like teleport in, like DBC style. Yeah. Uh, we get three would, teleports, by the way. Fuck yeah. yeah. You you would have the samurai, which would like do like the cool like dashing forward slash thing, and like you have like this very bombastic, uh, fun fancy music, and then like it just goes completely silent as you see the clip of the scholar just f- walking forward. <laughs> and and the best part is that it's a little lala fell, so it's just like this little fucking midget with a small little feet going beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Like we were just watching this thing, we were like, man, it sucks to be a scholar, bro. I'm a scholar, fuck me. Fuck <laughs> sorry, bro. You know what's funny? Um she's playing a scholar right now. Just well I well no well first she she's doing like the scholar summoner thing, going back and forth. Because like I didn't realize when you when you level one you level the other, which I makes sense. I told you last week. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> but she, you're right. She did. It's just she did the whole explanation a little bit more, Doug. Because I'm wondering why the fuck is that a car? Like what the fuck is a carbuncle? And I learned what a carbuncle was. Uh, but but uh, just going into the thing where I accidentally found out for myself. Um, I learned a little bit about Louis Swa. Not very much. Um, but, um, but like, um, okay, uh, I w- so I was, so I, uh, I'm just gonna give a little bit of context. Le- every Tuesday I have a, I have a very small, uh, like, uh, campaign for Stormbringer, which is like a D&D thing for giants, yada, yada, yada. And like, I'm, as I'm doing my notes, um, my, my roommate looks like, oh, this motherfucker looks like Louis Swa. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
Like, who's, who dat? And she's like, oh, no, nothing, don't need to worry. It's just like one of the names you heard in during the trailer. It's probably not important. Mm. And like, while I'm watching some videos, learning how to do my monk combo better, uh, an autoplay comes up, and it's this scene where you have Louis Suave versus Bahamut. So I see who the fuck's this frail-ass old man, and then he just fucking pulls a goddamn, like, um, Asura's Wrath, turns into Super Saiyan, flies to the moon, spreads them cheeks, and fucking blows a hole through Bahamut. And I'm like, and my roommate catches me at the end of the trailer, and she's like, ah, fuck. Yeah. So. And, but but, but don't tell me any context, because when I started learning a little bit about Luis, well, I only learned two things. Uh, we went to go get to, like, a cutscene with just his voice. I had to cover my ears and cover my eyes and go, la, 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 until he started talking, hmm. just so I can get his voice down. Because now I'm using a Luis Suave uh, character in my D&D campaign. That is the point of all this. Hmm. But I learned that. And I learned randomly that Luis Suave is related to Alphano and Alicia, bitch. And that only makes me hate them more. Why couldn't you be cool like Grandpa? Because for a while, um, Thancred made a line about Louis Swa, and I thought he was related to him. Mm. But I guess not. Mm. And I'm like, oh, well, this this Louis Swa guy must have been some super cool badass leader. I'm, and I guess he is. Damn. I'm just shrugging my shoulders. Um, well, okay, <laughs> That's so, all you uh, need to do. I, I, so I'm not going to give you any context, but I will say, but I'm going to, so I'm not going to give you any plot context for what is going on in the trailer that you ended up seeing. Yeah, blame YouTube for that. Don't blame my roommate. Don't blame, if you want to blame me, but like well, literally blame YouTube because this is the same shit they pulled when I fucking fought Sans. Will do. But yeah. what I am going to give you context for is the trailer in itself. Because mm -hmm. uh, the part you got to see up until where Louis was smiles and things gets very white. Mm -hmm. That was the... So, everyone knows the Final Fantasy fourteen shut the fucking bed when it first came out. And, yep. And so, all of a sudden, they just announced, we're gonna fucking reboot this shit. People didn't know mm -hmm. what was gonna happen. So, yeah. all of a sudden, one day... Music starts playing in the game. On everywhere you are, on every server, music starts playing. Mm -hmm. The skies are getting more and more red and dark. And all of a sudden, in one location, this big orb comes through the sky. Mm -hmm. and, the, and it comes further and further down, and then all of a sudden these servers go down and this trailer that you saw comes out and so mm -hmm. the part where Louis was smiles and everything goes white that originally goes to a scene where um the the front figure of final fantasy is like now in a new place and things are better and shit like that um mm -hmm. and it's and it's the reveal trailer for Final Fantasy XIV of Realm Reborn. Mm -hmm. the, the part after that is something that you only get access to 
after doing a specific raid. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. up to uh, so up to the point where he smiles, that is actually information that is fine that you have, because that is something yeah. that happened before a realm reborn. Yeah, it is everything after that that is spoilery. Okay, I mean, I I I felt like, like you know, it's funny they talked about like the ap- apocalypse and the calamity or whatever the fuck we're gonna call mm. it. And, like, I, I knew that was just an allegory for the old version of Final Fantasy XIV. It's fucking obvious. Because, you know, the, the whole game of Realm Reborn hinges on the fact that the first iteration of the game shat the bed. It's literally a Realm Reborn that's, you know, obvious. But the way it's done, it is impressive. It's yeah. just, I did not yeah. know this person... Oh, I have no idea. I mean, I have an. I mean, I have a little bit of an idea because I was just assuming and I'm ca- talking, but I'm like, the f- okay. I I want to like just go into this and explain something like why I'm kind of fascinated with fourteen. Mm-hmm. I love bad media. I love watching bad media, and I love thinking how can I do it better. Like Final Fantasy fourteen is the epitome of that. Where you took something that was poorly done, poorly written, nobody fucking liked, but there was still beautiful, massive gems that could be done something with it. And then they took all the good things and they put it into their new game. And literally, you could hear the dick sucking of this game for miles. And I'm like, this is why, this is like the fantasy everybody has when they see like shows like High Guardian Spice or Ruby or fucking uh, Hell, uh, like even fucking uh, what's what's their face like when the, those remakes when they when they take a beloved property and fuck shit the bed. Oh. This is the this is what everyone imagines in their head what they want to do when they make when they reboot something. And Final Fantasy fourteen is like the only one that actually pulled it off. And, you know in, what I mean? In, fly, in flying colors, absolutely. Yeah. So it, it is it is the fantasy realized, which the more I play this game, the more I like understand that and I am hyped for. It's uh but, uh, it, it's definitely uh, nice to see that you are having so much fun with it. Again, because as we talked about last time, it's a river born is typically associated with being like the worst um like I don't mind a realm reborn, honestly. It's like, like, like here, here's the way I think about it. It is a fifty level tutorial. Yeah, it, it is. And, and, and you played. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have played literally the whole game is the tutorial. Yeah, I, I love it. But it's like, like to to make another example. Like I I've played Kingdom Hearts, which is also an infamous four hour tutorial. Before the actual game starts, I played Monster Hunter, where the entire camp first campaign is the tutorial. I've played. I don't mind like strapping myself in, spending 165 hours, and that's a specific number, but it's 165 hours into learning a game, learning something before I before I drop it and move on to something else. I like. I want to see what everyone loves something and give it its fair shot. Before I decide, it's not for me. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I I, I, I absolutely get that. 
Like if if I were a reviewer, I I don't I don't think I'd have it in me to like make a review on a movie I dropped no matter how bad it was. No. Like I would talk about it on a podcast, but I would never like review something unfinished. Like I like if if I were to do Homestuck, I would make sure I tackle every facet of that thing and make a 10-hour diatribe than to like, you know, talk about bits and pieces no matter how long it is because i want to see why people love it and if i'm gonna be fair to 14 i'm going to give it its fair shake and to be fair it's not even that bad i mean in my in my personal opinion like you've my motherfucker yeah i'm I'm, you my avatar is a maple story character and i was playing before the big bang i know how to grind it's okay I, uh, I I think that uh, a lot of it is also just because, uh, like, it, when you play a Realm Reborn, it's actually not that bad. It is more that um, when you compare it to how good it gets later, it, it, like, it makes a Realm Reborn look bad in comparison. I mean, I'm going to be real with you. Like, bro, I... I, 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 I've caught up to one piece. <laughs> you you should be able to think, like, I, I'm okay with, like, rough starts. Although, to be fair, uh, I just want to, like, touch on that real quick. There was, like, a letter written by the author talking about how he's excited to finally get to this point. How he mentioned, like, he had a dream as a child to make a story where the end was the best part. And he basically just flat out said, everything we've done up to this point is set up. It only took 25 years, but I can finally start the story. 25 years of setup. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So that's that's a bold claim, so I'm I'm excited to see where we're gonna go. God, I just fucking but, realized that now that I don't have a job anymore, I'm gonna be fucking binging the shit out of One Piece. Holy fuck. Oh yeah, like... Like I said, you you you've made it past the hurdle that was everything before penis love. Fuck, Enus Lobby. It's weird how they call you it made, that. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. It's you just literally put the P there. The water, like the seven in water seven, kind of looks like a P. So my brain just always immediately goes to the degeneracy. But like okay. I said, um, for shame. Like I don't I, I like setup and a slow start a, a story that doesn't grab me has never stopped me from trying to enjoy a story before and I think that's what's definitely helping me keeping me go through Rome Born. Although I also I also do want to point out that I'm starting at a very good time because um my friend like a motherfucking my roommate they've gone through they played fourteen really early. I don't know if they were, like, one of the first from, like, the first game, but, like, they just, you know, it's weird. The Roman War seems a lot faster than it used to be. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, like, I'm probably going through an even more expedited experience than what you had to go through. So They, they, they full-on, pat- because, like, a lot, again, a lot of it is literally just, hey, look, here's this place, and this place is used to this, and then they realize, you know what, we never actually paid off, like, this place in any, you know big capacity so let's just patch this quest uh, quest out okay so that is so um, it, it is much shorter than it used to be which is still pretty long surprisingly but again i'm fine with it um 
Oh yeah, I, I okay, so this is also just a, a thing I just realized for a character I do like, which is embarrassing for me to say. I like Mamadi, the little Lalafell quest hall person. Oh yeah, she's adorable. And, that, and that's she's adorable, and it's like I don't know. I always had like a soft spot for like you know, uh, like in RPGs, the mom character who has to stay behind at home and like, oh, I'm cheering for you. And there's like a little scene where she gives the exact same copy paste uh, thing to all adventures, and you see her walk up to you. Like she's she's greeting a new adventure, giving saying the exact same thing word for word that she told us at the start. Mm. And then she turns and was like, "Oh, a character, you're here. That's great." And I'm like, "Oh, that's that's kind of wholesome." I know I know people would probably be disgust like weirded out by that, but I don't know. I like it. I think it's endearing. I uh, so uh, I I had this moment, and I think I mentioned it in a video before or something, where I always hated the cutesy bootsy character, and the only one that really like stood out that I actually had like some kind of oh for was uh, Nanako. Nanako. Yeah, of course, it's it's got to be Nanako. Um, and then when I came into Final Fantasy fourteen, I'm like, oh fuck it, look at these dumb fucking potatoes. What the fuck is this shit? Uh, and uh, like trying to be oh big manly man uh, and then um, you meet I, I forget her name you, you literally just said it uh, Mamadi and I'm like oh you know what yeah she's actually pretty cute but then you meet I'm just gonna throw the name out here cause if you don't know them it doesn't mean anything to you but then you meet Tataru oh I know like I've, I've met Tataru and the game just changes because I'm like, uh, yeah, fuck these potatoes. And then you meet Mamadi and you're like, yeah, okay, that's fine. And you meet Tatsuru. And I'm like, I've known Tatsuru for five minutes. And if anyone, <laughs> anything was to happen to her, I'm going to kill everyone around me and then myself. I, I will literally start, I will start a second apocalypse if, ta- if anything bad happens to Tatsuru. You, I will I make the that. fucking calamity look like a goddamn game of soccer. <laughs> basically what it was oh my god louis swan just like basically bapped it with his hands and I, i'm gonna create final fantasy 14 of realm re-reborn <laughs> <laughs> no like honestly like tatsuru is like so cute she's adoptable she is just precious precious little bean that is like the secretary for these big important people and she, she just wants to do a good job and i'm like good job it's just like I don't know. There's something about like uh, Mamadi that I just per- I just like. Uh, she- she's like she's like motherly, but not really motherly. If that makes any sense, I don't yeah, know. I guess, uh, it's I more like, like you know, like she she basically is like, listen, I'm just here to see make sure everyone comes back alive, do a good job, and make sure they do their best. And I'm like, oh, that's, the- that's like that's a certain kind of thing that hits me specifically. I get that. The the, yeah. the the cool thing about Tataru is that um, they like they understood how awesome and lovable she is. So like they 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 keep and and they never stop doing this. Even from Remember Bond, they just keep doing it little by little. So it's not like forced down your throat. But they keep making like these little small little pokes that that makes her unique from everyone else. There's a point where you have to return to the Waking Sands. And as you pass her, and, and you ha- and you would just pass her, and you don't even I don't even think you have to talk to her, and the and Tatsuru is just standing on one of the chairs and she's juggling, 
She's juggling frying pans and knives and shit. Oh. There's no reason for it. There's no explanation for it. She's just doing it. And it's like, that's fucking cute as shit. <laughs> Tatsuru did know you know how to juggle. Precious. Well, she has to juggle a fuck ton. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, no, like, I'm I'm honestly giving it a fair shake. Um, it is, there's, there is a lot... There's a lot to there's a lot to not like. There is oh not a lot to like. There's a lot to love, and there's like a few things to not like. Like you know little nitpicks, but that's usually just for fun. Uh, honestly, okay. If you if you haven't canceled me before, you're going to cancel me right the fuck now. I use a controller. I know you told me that last week. I know, but it's like, um, I found out there is a setting in the controllers menu that. That just goes to auto-target. Because the biggest gripe I've had with this fucking game is being a DPS without uh, an AoE and you are getting swarmed by mobs and having to target and retarget and use your skills oh, yeah. is a fucking pain in my goddamn thumb. And it's like, oh, we have this auto-target feature. You can turn it on and the game is fun again. Yeah. Um... And I'm like... Why wasn't this on to begin with? And I found out it's because it fucks with raids. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Because uh, then you might target your friends. Yeah. Uh, if you play with uh, with con uh, with the keyboard and mouse, you can use tab and it will like cycle through everything that you're looking at. Um, so yeah. it's good that they have like an alternative for controllers. Yeah. Which honestly, it's it's not the best, but it still works. And, it, and as far as like solo content is cons concerned, until I get like my full AOE at level what? I think it's sixty. I get it. Oh yeah, you you get the Kamehameha. I do get the Kamehameha. It's gonna take a while, no, but wait, I will you, get you, it. You, you, you're gonna get something else. I'm oh wait, no, well, no, no, wait, uh, I actually have to double check my skills, but it's like no, no, no. I get the Kamehameha at level fifty, but it's not a Kamehameha anymore. It's like. It's it's fucking weird. They they do are they do go back to the martial thing. I learned about like perfect balance and how the chakras work. And it's basically, uh, I shoot like at first I shoot an energy beam down and explode everything. Yeah. Then like I do a bunch of like like rolling combos. And then like my finisher is like I get on my hands and knees, do a fucking breakdance windmill kick, and then everybody around me dies, which yeah. I think is fucking hype. Yeah, so uh, that spin that you just mentioned, uh, that's just another one of your combo moves. Like, that's not a special it move. It, it, it's not a special move in any way. It's just another combo move. No, I'm pretty sure. It's like, because that's the thing for months that it's locked behind the new chakra thing. Because I saw what the old one looks like and I saw the new one. I'm like, oh. Okay, that must be new then because I have a level 80 monk and I haven't seen that. Are you sure? Because it's like it's the okay. So like, there's the uh, there's like the beast chakras and then the lunar chakra and the solar chakra. I'm pretty sure the thing that's locked behind after you get the whole combo going with all the chakras is that tornado kick. Uh, again, because again, it's been a while since the last touch monk, but maybe it's patched in. But the the way that I had it set up is that you can have um, as I have a f uh, because like it always goes in freeze because like mm -hmm. you have the three different stances so i have one that's just like damage 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 then i have uh status 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 so you know like either it buffs me it debuffs the opponent or it does the damage over time 
And then mm -hmm. I have one that is AOE, AOE, AOE. And one of those AOEs is you get on your hands and then you start spinning around. Yeah. So it, Okay, like, okay. The, 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 the AOE spinning around one, there is one like that. That is true. Um, but there's, uh, there's a different one then I can understand. Yeah, there is a different one. Okay. Because, uh, okay. uh, yeah. It, it, like, um... They they told me like the beast Dragon were like recently added. I don't know if it was at an Endwalker at the end of um, Shadowbringers, but it but it it's uh, it is it is literally just called Tornado Kick. It is the thing that's hidden behind all the fucking chakras. It is just big damage, big buffs, big everything, and cool spinny spinny kickies. Well, you just schooled my ass in Final Fantasy fourteen, and you've been playing it for a week. Uh, about a week, yes. <laughs> That's fucking it is possible it was changed in the recent Endwalker patches. Class moves got redistributed across levels, so it's all ass dump post Stormblood. Yeah, you know, no, definitely that is that is the case. You can hear Lasa's favorite birds, the seagulls outside his house again. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm gonna go transition into some things. Unless that you have more that you want to talk about the uh, Final Fantasy about. Um. Uh, let me try to let me do it. like again. Uh, the the only reason I know this much in depth, being only level thirty, is because I'm because I I I got curious and I'm like, okay, what do how how crazy does this game get? So oh, I watched like crazy. a level, yeah, from level one to ninety, what the monk guide is, and even at the beginning of the monk guide, they said, okay, listen, this was made. This was this is a very recent video. I had to remake it because monk is the most. Fucked with class in this game. It keeps fucking changing. Okay. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. So in this iteration, it might even change after I get to this point. But basically, it's just like, okay, so here's how your new chakra gauge works. Here's how your AoE combo is going to look like. Here's like a, an example of your string. But as long as you remember your, rot your, uh, your forms, you can basically do whatever the fuck you want. How about major monk changes in the near future too? I am expecting it because I will be honest. Because like the quote unquote competitive combo string, the optimal, which I don't really care about because I'm not even there yet. Mm. But it's like it's like a uh, status status uh, chakra, your big chakra punch, perfect balance. Then you then you uh, do your combos with your with like uh, dragon kick and boot shine over and over again. And then you get your gauges filled up, and then you do a different combo string, and then you do your big tornado kick, and then you go back to your two two three rotation. I'm just I'm, I'm much complicated I'm, now. I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm just proud that like not only are you remembering the names, but you also like to ah, oh, it makes my heart warm. Um, okay. I, so, I I I'm I'm a sucker for combos. I love this shit. So. Uh, I'm going to transition now because uh, Shane mentioned that he could hear the favorite sea uh, seagulls outside of my house again. Um, so I had an episode last week, which was fucking weird. I come Ooh. home from work and uh, I, uh, so I have a, like an elevator and then like a walkway that goes to my apartment. And so as I'm walking on the walkway, I see this fucking seagull, a young seagull, apparently. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm like, huh? That thing is very docile. Like, it's not moving that far away when I'm walking, and it's just like standing there. Uh, it's not flying away or anything. That's interesting. All right. Uh, so I go inside and I collect my laundry, and I go out to hang up my laundry, and the seagull is still there. Huh. I hang up my laundry, huh. come back, seagull's still there. 
huh? I then go and get my bag, and then I go and meet my girlfriend at, at the store, and we go buy groceries. And as I go out, it's still there. When we come back, it's still there. Now I'm confused because it's been there for over an hour. Jesus. Uh, but you know, I try not to think too much about it. Mm-hmm. Then two more hours pass, and I have to go out with trash. It's still there. Hmm. Oh. Now I'm interested. Like if, uh, I'm, I'm like I look it over. There's no injuries or anything. Um. I'm like, ask my girlfriend, like, what the fuck are we supposed to do with this? And she's like, I don't fucking know. Um, then, like, I have some sausage, like, some pretty, like, uh, fine sausage that I, I, I like, it's getting to the point where I, I, I don't want to eat it because it, it's not old, but, you know, it's, it's in that period where it's about to get old. Uh, so oh. I, I like cut some slices of it and I like give it to the bird and he fucking numbs that shit like bam 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 he fucking loves it. Um, oh, he's not dead, thank God. No, he's not dead. He's not. Uh, it's, you know, it's not again. It's not old sausage. It's just like I don't want to eat it, but a bird they don't fucking care. They fucking eat trash. Um, mm. And then I, you know, uh, I feed him and then I come back. Still there. We eat dinner, come uh, and I like check on him every now and again. I'm like texting Alice because like she's a fucking Wikipedia when it comes to animals, and and she's like, it's, it's, if he doesn't look injured or anything, and I, I like take pictures and send to her, it's like no, he, he looks fine. Um, and like it come like when we go to bed, I check out the windows, he's still fucking there. The next morning, and I have to go to work, he's still fucking there. Uh, mm-hmm. And then when I come home from work, he's he has now moved down the stairs to the apartments downstairs. And then I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Um, and then Saturday, because like this was Thursday, and then Friday. So now the day after I last saw him, I I have to go to the store again, and I'm like. You know, checking every floor to see if I can find him, and now he's just gone. So I think he's fine. But that was fucking weird that he was just, like again, he was he had no injuries or anything. I just don't think that he knew how to fly yet, and he was just fucking chilling. I, I love this like connection you had with the seagull. I named him this Aina. Aina. Oh. I hope I hope in your hour of need, Ina comes and rescues you. Me too. Uh, that would be wholesome. But if anyone wants to, you know, draw fan art of Ina, where could they send that fan art? You can send that fan art to webcastreleased at gmail.com. Did you say release? So, it, I said webcast relief. Did you say webcast release? I'm sorry. I said webcastrelief at gmail.com. There you go. <laughs> Am I slurring? I feel like I'm slurring. A little bit. <laughs> Maybe fan of the soup. That was my bad. I'm sorry. I'm a bit thirsty. That's if yeah, you want to make fun of my pronunciations, uh, where can they where can they send messages to to make fun of me specifically? Uh, they, can, they can make fun of you at webcastrelease. No, fuck not doing it at webcastrelief <laughs> at, web, <laughs> at gmail.com amazing 
Uh, Alice, uh, so, that's it. it was a young fledgling could tell from the color of his feathers old enough to leave the nest but not old enough to be flying yet he wouldn't have been waddling around waiting for his wings to strengthen he wouldn't have been abandoned his parents would have been in the territory keeping an eye on him oh awesome so the first question comes from Shane O'Brien and they say Shane and La- sorry, Lassa and Cloudy oh, how are you doing well I have some questions that I have some questions for you that that both involve Japanese games and game makers, and no, it's not on your favorite ones, Nomura. Lol. Uh, question one: Are you aware of the news that people, like a Greek news example channel, are using images of Hideo Kojima and claiming he w- killed the former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe? Mm-hmm. It's crazy and shitty. They're claiming that he's a killer. And it's almost like they are out to get him like DSP when he plays his games. Uh, so first part of his question is, uh, Have you heard Kadeo Kojima killed e- fucking Prime Minister Shinzo Abe? Did, okay, I, I knew that. Did you hear that? I did hear that, yeah. It was fucking... Like, they, they have a fucking picture of Hideo Kojima in a fucking cowboy hat, which he was doing, doing an event where he's playing 1-2 Switch. And they're like, oh, look at this fucking gunman. And it's like, he's holding a fucking Switch Joy-Con. <laughs> I saw a hilarious tree where it was like, imagine Hideo Kojima's face where he's going on Twitter and saying, saw the Minions movie. And then he sees that he's trending for killing the Prime Minister. Yeah, I, I saw something uh, similar to uh, being like, imagine being Hideo Kojima just coming off of binge-watching Flubber in 4K or some shit on Blu-ray <laughs> and then coming back to see that he is uh, being accused of killing the Japanese Prime Minister. I really hope that all this just blows on the water as one big joke and nothing bad actually happens. Because that's like... That is one fucked up case of mistaken identity, I tell you what. It, so the so it, it gets fucking even more ridiculous because okay. uh, the, so the people who 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 did who who misreported this has not uh, from what I've read has not come out and been like oh, okay we did the dumb they are f- like they're fucking double dipping in this thing like they they're just going oh yeah this is the do. Meanwhile, Kojima Productions official twitter account has been like going out hey <laughs> kojima didn't fucking kill anyone and we here <laughs> at kojima production don't appreciate these fucking like like this uh, false reporting and we'll uh, be looking into legal actions oh god like fucking Oh my god! It is the the funniest thing is that it's about Kojima. Like, oh had, had it been anyone else, it would just have been like a sad thing. Like, oh, oh man, fuck! This is just poor. But the, because but because Kojima is such a dumb fucking idiot and he's such a meme, it's just fun to see. Like, what? What the fuck is the guy who is like buying Flubber on Blu-ray DVD and ta- and talking at length on Twitter about how it made his penis hard to watch Flubber or some shit? How the fuck is he gonna kill the Japanese Prime Minister? <laughs> 
He's gonna make him watch the Minions movie with him. Yeah, like you could probably see it if, like, Nagoshi, like the dude behind the Yakuza series, if if he had done it, because like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe there's some actual Yakuza ties or something. Uh, but no, no, it's 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 the guy whose latest game was a fucking uh, overhyped delivery game. Like, fuck. It's it's basically his uh, love letter to Norman Reedus and the Funky Fetus. Yeah, and Mass Mikkelsen. And Mass Mikkelsen, yeah, yeah. Um, that that was a crazy thing. I don't think anything crazy is gonna like anything else is gonna come out of it. Hopefully, no. there's no real ramifications. But it's just it's a silly thing. I don't think it, it's not it's not it's just a thing one and done in the pan. I don't think there's gonna be. He's not going to be put on death row or some shit, thankfully. Like, like, like considering that on a, like, this is global news and only one news source was like, oh, it's this dude who did it. When everyone else actually has fucking photographic evidence of the guy, I don't think anything is going to happen other than this one Greek or whatever uh, company is going to be a laughingstock. Yep. Okay. Uh, our next question is that this one's more for Lhasa, so I'm probably going to go and use the bathroom while you're talking about it. Oh, shit. But what is your opinion on Deadly Premonition with Agent York's creepy rape face smile? Do you think it's a bad game or has it changed over the years and we find yourself playing the new one when Agent York goes around the state of Louisiana on a skateboard? <laughs> so how's Deadly Premonition? Alright, you go take a piss. Um, I think that... So, uh... We we have at, on this podcast talked uh, at the, at length about like the whole thing of like being weird for the sake of being weird. Like we talked about No More Heroes, how like one and two were this genuine game that just had some weird stuff in it, but like underneath there was still like this attempt at a genuine game, and then. Uh, no more heroes three came out and it was it, and it just felt like it was leaning into the dumb and the weird um dead premonition feels very much like no more heroes one and two in that this feels like genuine this feels like this doesn't feel like this was someone who was leaning into the dumb this is someone who honors to god think like they were doing a really good game and it just turned out to be the fucking weirdest silliest dumbest fucking thing i've ever fucking seen and i can't hate like when i first played it and i think there's even some videos on my let's play channels where i recorded it where I had this thing like, oh, I'm so fucking smart and I'm all so clever. And so I'm just going to rip on this shit. Um, when I initially played it, I was very much like, like ripping it. But in hindsight, it's just like, this is fucking like fun. How dumb and poor it is. I love the fact that the game runs at a steady frame rate of like 15. I love that the music is goddamn awful for the most part. I love that there's horrible artifacting and the gameplay is repetitive. I love that you can accidentally do a side quest in which you have to investigate a ghost and get a submachine gun with infinite ammo that just basically breaks the game. Like, it is such a fucking poorly made game, but it's a poorly made game with its heart in the right place. So honestly, I think that's cool. I don't, uh, and and it's kind of like Birdemic, 
in that that too was a movie where and and the room for that matter where those are movies where the director honest to god thought that they were making something great and then it just became a fucking dumb meme and at least for pandemic's uh case they then went and did a sequel where they tried to lean into the dumb but then it's not as charming because what was appreciated was the earnesty of trying to actually make a good thing that just happened to be incredibly out of touch and poorly made. Um, so I, I, I definitely enjoyed, and I think that the the with the game being so weird and being so confusing, being so pants on head stupid as it is, I think that it managed to just hit the fucking nail on the head of how weird movie uh, series like Twin Peaks were. Because like Twin Peaks, when you fucking sit down and watch it, that's fucking weird. It, but again, just like Deadly Premonition, there is sincerity and there is earnesty of someone actually trying to tell something here that just happens to also sometimes be fucking weird and dumb. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so for that reason, I'm not really like uh, in any hurry to play Deadly Premonition Two because I worry that they're leaning into the dumb. Because that tends to be the case. <laughs> I have no opinions of Deadly Premonition. I've never played it. Well, uh, so I. I I actually thought that question too because like there's been another news story about like uh, a Japanese creator that I thought no. that uh, was pretty interesting uh, most of all because I don't actually know that much about it uh, and I think that you actually know a little more about it which is that uh, Ken Akamatsu Mr. Love mm. Hina mm. oh yeah uh, has gotten a political position or something yeah, um, the long and short of it is this is a man who has been fucked over by many kind of like powers and agencies and laws over the rights of his of his creations in the past. So this man went from mangaka to fighter for mangaka's rights because now that he's on board, he wants to basically... His entire platform was basically so creators aren't going to get fucked over by entities and they can like, you know actually profit from the things that they're making. Because, hmm. so, like, uh, the legal thing, the legal systems in Japan is corrupt as fucking shit. Like, oh, you, you, like, you want to know how, like, uh, like, um, companies like Shueisha and, like, Shonen Jump and, like, every basic thing that, like, basically owns all these stories and make all these fucking monies and you hear stories about, like, mangaka who are, like, Living in one room apartment, slaving away on like the like the most suicidal work schedule. Yeah, he he wants to change that essentially. Good. <laughs> yes. So yes, I all all love and hope that this man stays on the righteous and narrow. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else you want to say about that? No, it was just like uh, that happened, and I realized I know nothing about it. So thank you for filling me in. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'll be honest. I have not read Love Hina, and I think he made Negima. I don't actually know for sure. It might be confusing another person. Okay, yeah, Love Hina and Negima, uh, and like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, 
I have I am a I am a person who I know in the past have definitely bitched and moaned about how hard it is to want to like anime like or want to be like a fucking mangaka because though they're in this position where you'd think with all the fucking work they're putting in and how much creator control there is uh it's surprising how little actual rights or power you have as a mangaka because your property is basically not yours once you hit a certain margin because once your shit is valuable they want to do everything that it's not in it's not in you the creator's hands they just write the story but they can't profit off it as much Mm. unless you're like you either have to be within a certain level of poverty where they don't even care about it or you want to be super rich they don't want to lose you but like that big middle, that big middle grade, it sucks to be in there. Like I have heard many stories about how fucked the Japanese system is about those things. So uh, oh, yeah. I, I never knew how bad it actually was, but uh, that's that's rough. Oh yeah, it is. It is pretty rough. Although. Uh, I know nothing about like Western comics and stuff, but I essentially, but I learned a little thing that's like, there are two different flavors of horrendously awful. Because on the one hand, you have this big tight-fisted battle of rights, and on the West side, it's so hard to be in the American Western comic industry unless you like, you're involved in some weird incestuous slurry with a bunch of other like um, promoters or some shit. It's all this one big weird exclusive part like club of nepotism and I hate it. But that's a story for another day when I do more research on it. But uh we have one more question. And this one's an old one from uh KHV Bathiel. Oh. And they write Well, they they say it last week was uh talking about sushi, now it's pizza. And this was sent back in April 2nd of 2022. So sorry for get for missing this. We had a lot of questions come in, but they're talking about, hey, uh, if you had a lifetime of pizza or a weekend feast of pizza, you can have three different kinds, but what would you have? They say personally they like salad pizza, and this meats, veggies, and banana peppers, and feta cheese, and they didn't give any other examples. But what are your three favorite flavors of pizza, my friend? Um, all right. So um, I'm going to give one. Dumb simple. Tomato, mm-hmm. cheese, ham. There you go. Well, of course, like oregano and all that shit, but I, I assume that is a mm-hmm. given. Uh, I want, that's one. And then I want the fucking meat lover. The fucking, like... Uh, a- any that's per- one of mine as well. Any permutation of pig and beef that you can put on this motherfucker. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And Honestly, it- if you put a chicken on there, I would not disagree no and then you put on some chili oil and some dressing fire the third one is the reason why uh i have uh, spent several days in a bathroom uh because <laughs> uh i am uh, lactose intolerant apparently um oh <laughs> i get the shits when i get milk apparently anyway um mm-hmm. is a i think they call it ufo it's a it's a pizza with spaghetti and ham on it, and then uh, you double the cheese on it, and then you wrap it around itself so it becomes like this bread dome of sorts, and then you bake it in the oven. 
It is dumb delicious. So no sweet. Um, it's like you described a spaghetti calzone with extra steps, and, ah, it, and I it, love it, it. It, it. I think it is a calzone. I forgot the word. I still it. love it, though. Yeah. I mean, a calzone is basically just a closed pizza. Yeah, okay, so it's 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 a spaghetti ham double cheese calzone. I love it. Oh. Well, honestly, that sounds fucking fantastic, and I could go for one right now. Right? Um, yeah. Like, uh, so, okay, uh, going back, I love, uh, I, I do love meat lovers as well. Just mm. any, listen, there there are things that are cooked, smoked, or whatever, Put that shit on my cheese bread. Yes. The uh, second one is something like my roommate and I like because like they they brought it into me when I tried it and it's like this um like white cheese uh spinach and uh, I think there's also ham on it. It's fucking great. I love it. Yeah. It's like it's it's got this tang shit that's on it. It's great, uh, but uh and I can't remember the I I want that and. I don't have like a wild one, but like uh, I had a I had like a fucking I don't know I don't know if I was fucking high or having a meltdown, but I had this like ginormous pizza that I ate for a week because I just decided I don't want to spend money on going to the grocery store, so I'll just eat this mega pe- thing for forty people for one person over a week, and I did that. I did that twice, and it was just. You could almost say it's an everything on it pizza because it had like every kind of meat I found. It was broccoli, red onions, barbecue sauce, corn. Uh, I never called it anything. I just like uh, there was like peppers and tomatoes. And I didn't even like that, but I guess they added it anyway. And I still ate it. It was just all this fucking shit on the pizza. And I just ate it. And I just call it a fucking mess. Nice. Yeah. Uh... The uh, the the pizza place that I used to be a waiter for, uh, they uh, they had a special pizza, and it I I am kind of sad that I forgot about it uh, when mentioning those three, but it, it's it's an honor I mentioned because um that one is uh ham chicken, uh pulled pork, in oh, like barbecue sauce, um with cheddar cheese on top of it. That's some good shit right there. That is the goodest shit. Um, but before uh, we, we, we close off, I actually have a funny story to, to, to tell about pizza inspired by what mm-hmm. you just, like, that, that mess that you just mentioned. Um, yeah. My friend, uh, oh, uh, my old boss at Nondescript Video Game Retailer, he one mm-hmm. time uh, ordered a pizza where he was like, uh, they asked him, okay, what do you want on this pizza? And he's like, okay, I'm gonna just like mention shit that I want on it. So it's like one of those make your own pizza kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I don't recall what exactly it was that he ordered, but he, he, uh, he, like it was something kind of wild, like something that's not going together at fucking all. And so they're like, yeah, sure, it'll be there in whatever. And then they come and they bring him the pizza. And I think it was when he had just moved to the city that I live in now. So he was like trying this new place. He, he, and so he um, he's brought this pizza and he opens it. And sure enough, there is a, a, a pie in there. Uh, but next to it, in one of the corners, is a bag of, uh, of, uh, of uh, wheat. 
of marijuana. Oh. And he's like, <laughs> what in the fuck? And it turns out, because like then he, after he had lived in the city a little more and talked with his friends about it, and they were like, oh yeah, when you mention this combination, that's code for weed. <laughs> Apparently, this pizzeria has like a fucking attachment to some like drug dealer thing. So uh, it, they just assume that uh, that like they get paid a certain amount, and then like every time someone just calls and and makes this specific combination of food, it is code word for I'm a client. Give me my weed. And then they function as a distributor and bring the weed out. Um, so uh, that was interesting. And and, and my, my boss, uh, he, he explained that when he like opened it, he was like, is this the fucking oregano? Or what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> is this the fucking oregano? Like, why are they putting it in a bag next to it? You just look at him and it's like, yo, I just want the pizza. You can have the weed. Well, like, like I don't know what the custom... I've seen it in movies in America that, like, you get the pie and then you open it and you close it and then you say thank you and then you go in. We don't yeah. do that in Denmark. We just thank you, take the, the box and then bring it in and first then do we open it. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure, like, if you open it before you... Or handed the pizza, you're basically... They only do that in movies, to be dramatic. Mm. And it, we don't do that in America. That's just... Okay. That's just asking to get, like, pulled up by the cops. That looks shady as shit. Mm. I, I, so, I, I, I've mentioned it before that, that I used to go to school in the city that I live in now. And they would, like... It, it, okay, I when I went to school, that's a, a good distance away from where I am currently... Uh, but that was like the rough part of this city. So like there was drug dealings and shootings and all that shit. Uh, but even now, when I'm in the like the nicer part of the city, I'm still seeing fucking like try hard drug deals happening in broad fucking daylight. You know, like when people come from completely separate parts of the sidewalk and give each other that one handshake that look that takes a little too long and they try not to make eye contact, then they just like pass each other like nothing happened. Like, hmm, I wonder mm. what the fuck happened there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Luckily That's a way to end the story. Luckily, in Denmark, we don't uh, have, like, a lot of, like, dr uh, drug wars uh, in, in terms of, like, shooting. People just beat the shit out of each other. I think that's, well, more barbaric, I think it's less harmful to the world at large. It's, it's, uh, it's yeah. a lot more manly 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 man than just grabbing a gun and shoot someone like a pussy. So, uh, the people who do that would probably not like that chick from The Waking Sands. Oh, wait, no, that's not what it's called. The 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 Lalafell and uh, fuck it, um, it, it's too hot to to make a, a finishing joke right now. So, uh, thank you guys for joining the podcast, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Mm. Are you are you with me? Bye, everybody. <laughs> I'm I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. It just I got a the moment we ended the podcast. Uh, I just got like an influx of messages. Like, oh, 
shit. Good timing, everybody. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.